0: Okay. I think I'm, I'm good Whenever I'm as good as
1: <laughs> We're gonna have a real
0: low-key like, cold open The last the last, <laughs> the last
1: two days I slept more
0: than 24 hours Like just, I have
1: not <laughs> I, I am so sorry uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that when we talk about Mental illness the movie next <laughs> Yeah oh, uh, Fuck Oh I... Anywho so, so, Are <laughs> we ready to go? Wow. We, might, we might not have a cold over this week. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, we'll do it live. thing for an opening that is not disrespectful so i'm not going to and here's my co-host rc introduce yourself
0: please hi everyone i'm rc and i've never been so scared of a piece of fabric oh yeah yeah
1: ooh. that's some nice fabric too
0: it really was until <laughs> it very wasn't yes
1: oh yeah, so, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> today kids we're talking about under the shadow it's uh found on uh netflix yes uh it is a persian iranian horror film it is
0: a Persian language film I didn't get too much
1: about uh where it was shot okay I I think it may have actually been shot in Iran Um, I think so but um it it is in English there it's dubbed not subbed so you don't have to worry about reading that's fine um but it's a totally cute movie I, I really enjoyed it last night when I watched it so please go ahead and give us the details
0: Under the Shadow released in 2016 um for me it was just kind of like browsing horror movies on Netflix and I was like no idea what the fuck this is click mm-hmm. um, and it, it ended up being delightful but like in a horror way like it is not happy fun time oh, movie no, no, no. but no. I was I was very pleased with it <laughs> as a movie Right. written and directed by and I'm sorry I'm probably going to butcher these names but I'm going to do the best I can written and directed by Babak Anvari okay uh, starring Nargis Rashidi as Shide mm-hmm uh, Avlin Manshadi as Dorsa and Bobby Naderi as Iraj. There's a bunch more people in the movie. All of them have like five minutes of screen time. So right. I didn't go into the the starring roles. Yeah, because... it's
1: very much all of the inhabitants of the of the apartment building where they live, sort of thing.
0: And then the, like a couple people outside of that.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: But not very many. It's it's very it's a very minimalist movie. Like almost the entire movie takes place in. Uh, Shade and Arjaz's apartment, where they live with their daughter Dorsa. Right. Um, okay, let's let's get into this because uh, you know it's going to be a happy, fun time movie when the the synopsis starts with, amidst the terrors of the war torn, post revolutionary Tehran in the nineteen eighties.
1: Ooh, funny. <laughs> yeah, this is following the cultural wars.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Which I knew nothing about.
1: Yeah, I I know very little, but I believe that's around the time when like the Ayatollah Khomeini came in and, I believe and they so. went back to very um, right wing, very Tra- quote unquote traditionalist, traditionalist Islam
0: right. stuff. Yeah. Um. Amidst the terrors of war-torn post-revolutionary Tehran in the 1980s, former medical student Shideh is barred from resuming her studies because of her involvement with student leftist groups. Mm -hmm. Upon returning home, she gets rid of most of her old medical textbooks, but she keeps a book of medical physiology given to her by her deceased mother. The war intensifying, Shideh elects to stay in the city with her daughter Dorsa, Despite the protests of her husband, Iraj, a doctor who is called by the military and assigned to an area with heavy fighting. So, this kind of glosses over a lot that happens at the beginning. I don't know why I just shut off my goddamn phone. So, this glosses we, over. We a lot. just went over
1: <laughs> that you didn't want your phone to turn shut off. up, and then I hit the button. Um, so, this
0: this kind of glosses over a lot that happens. Um, the opening of the movie, you see Shidae arguing with. Um, I guess a dean, maybe. A, a dean
1: or, or, or a, a uh, like a, an admissions ad, uh, administrator? Yeah, something sort of like thing.
0: that. Um, arguing that, well, this one mistake, which you can tell that even in the way she's talking about it, she doesn't think that being politically active, right. especially leftist groups, she doesn't think that that was a mistake, but she's trying to plead her case right. like,
1: this is what's going to get these fucks to let me in. Exactly, and... This is, and this may be a, a massively wild misunderstanding uh, of Iranian culture currently, or even back then, uh, but the, the concept, as she's speaking, I could see the sexism right oh, in his yeah. face. It was very visible. Like, I don't like the fact that a woman's going to be a doctor anyway, plus you did this political bullshit. And now I have that, an out. That's a hard no. That's a hard no. Yeah. So it, it's very hard to watch and you can see that it hurts her. And and
0: one of the last things that the administration's, uh, or the admissions guy, whoever he is, um, says is, I called you in here just so I could say face-to-face, stop wasting your time. Wow. Yeah,
1: I know that was like punch in the gut. I'm sure and That's how
0: the movie opens.
1: Right <laughs> after that. Oh, yeah, this is not a happy fun time movie, kids. Nope. Not at all. Nope.
0: Nope. So go ahead. Uh, so she ends up going back to her house, as, she, as I said, where she uh, throws away a bunch of her textbooks, except for the one that was given to her by her mom. Mm-hmm. Her and uh, Shade and Araj uh, get in a bunch of arguments real quick because mm-hmm. she's really angry that she can't practice. And the short version is her argument boils down to when you can't practice, it's a catastrophe. Speaking to Araj. Right. And when I can't, it's probably for
1: the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that's. And again, we're 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 probably. I wish, 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 wish that I had a Muslim, who could come speak with us on this, and, and who, preferably, would have some context in terms of Iran and those cultural wars and how those went down. Um. But uh, as a, but our education system sucks. It does. It really <laughs> does. Um, I know that um, prior to the culture wars, they were very liberal. Mm-hmm. They were very, you know, women w- did not have to wear hijab. They did not have to cover their hair. Um, they... It was not, you know, they weren't, you know, playing announcements on the radio, all praise, you know, praise all Islam and Allah right. and that sort of thing. And, and that's, you know, from a cultural standpoint, it's fine that a country is religious mm-hmm. to some degree. Sure. You know, it, it, when it comes to individual preferences, yeah, maybe there needs to be some leniency there because uh, there's a scene later that we'll talk about mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, how women are perceived in that culture um but this is very much a a movie about sexism in Islam and in Iran during that period the the a large basis of to to expand on your point
0: a large basis of the whole movie is no one's taking this person seriously right.
1: because she's a woman exactly <laughs> exactly um yeah oh, it it's nuts and and it's there are some very specific things that happen to her that she she definitely tries to, to help with because she does have that knowledge. She does. Right. She was going to medical school, um, but because of circumstances and things that are happening, yeah, she she gets dismissed quite easily. Right. You know, even by other women, so. Unt- until you know it yeah. matters. Right. Until uh. matters. Right? <laughs> and we'll we'll get
0: to that too. Um. Iraj wants Shidae to stay with her parents in a safer part of the country, but Shidae refuses. dorso is upset to see her father go uh, to the aforementioned um, appointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Iraj promises her that her favorite doll, Kemia, will protect her. I hate this fucking doll. Oh my god. I wanted... There, there's a there's... scene later which is like the one part that i expanded mm-hmm. upon in the synopsis because right. I was like no this is important because it's kind of cathartic
1: and also traumatizing mm. like it's both yep <laughs> yep um i i will say that first off while i understand children and their attachment to toys i do because i i have nieces and nephews i own i know how this works i was a child once i had a teddy bear it happens uh, and I I can see that this doll looks handmade, so it's probably something with a with a great deal of sentimental value. Right. But you know, a week of I'm stuck in uh, a building that's really good, like inches from being bombed at any time. When I need to get my child out, take the kid, take the kid. Just pick it up. It yep. is small. Yeah, <laughs> they are they are in fact portable. <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> to to her credit, the girl that plays Dorsa is really convincing as like the perfect little shit. She is that you want to just Homer
1: Simpson strangle, right? Uh, <laughs> oh man, she she really is. She she play. It's, it's not like she's trying to be bratty. She's just really attached to that doll,
0: and and a very very small child because. Yeah. Um, there there's a line and it's not in the synopsis um mm-hmm. where Shidae is talking to Dorso saying aren't you starting school next year which would put her at
1: 6 5 5 or 6 yeah so, so it, she's you know, that age right it it's you know it isn't it time to grow up yeah which is a little sad at that point because you know parents here are like no they shouldn't grow up so fast to be
0: fair she was talking about not peeing in the bed
1: yeah there's that <laughs> i mean hell Full well, disclosure, kids, I have wet the bed as an adult. I never have. Well, it's one of those things where it's like you have the dream where you're going to the bathroom. Oh, and yeah. You wake no, up and I know you're exactly there. You're all right there. I'm like, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> it usually only happens during periods of high stress. <laughs> but, yeah. It, it happens, kids. It's not the end of the world. We're human no, beings. Sometimes we it. lose control of things. Yeah. It's okay. Deal with it. So, anyway. Go ahead.
0: A new boy moves in with the neighboring Ibrahimi family, who are his cousins. His parents were killed in an attack. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, they said where the attack was. And I didn't write it it down. was a bombing. It was. I said where. Oh, they said where okay. the attack was, and I yeah. didn't write it down. That's all right. Uh, during a shelling, he whispers something into Doris's ear and hands her a charm to ward off evil spirits. Mm-hmm. Doris tells Shide that the boy told her about the legend of the jinn and that the charm would protect her, though Shide throws it away. <laughs>
1: Of course, because she's a doctor and she's very much into the science. Thing. Yes. Um,
0: Shidei visits Mrs. Ibrahimi, who informs her that the boy's been mute ever since the death of his parents, and that Dorsa had to have made a mistake, that the child couldn't have been the one who told her. Right. Dorsa develops a fever and has a slew of nightmares, and Shidei is also haunted by bad dreams, mm-hmm. most often involving a shelling. Right. Um a bunch of things again this is a like high level synopsis yeah a bunch of things happen um all the windows have tape on them mm-hmm. uh to prevent from you know nearby bombs just blasting in glass so right. it would kind of hold it together mm-hmm. um it's it's a, a frequent visual in the movie because you either you either see the window hi podcast. bye podcast. you either
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? what was that <laughs> just come in slide on the car- that was my foot sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, slide on the carpet just cram that against the door and then go the other way <laughs> but back the way you came why, why do I have cats again uh, <laughs> go ahead
0: so you either see the window with the tape on it. Uh, it's a there's a square outline with an X through the middle, mm. um, or you see them putting new tape on the windows right. because it's aged. Uh, or even in scenes where you don't see the window, it's a constant reminder because the way the sun comes in through the window, you see the patterns of the tape as shadows. Right. To just it's it's. A really good visual that I really liked.
1: Yeah, it's this constant reminder that they're in a war-torn country. Um, I believe the city that he, the child came from, the neighbor kid mm-hmm. came from, was the same city that her husband was sent to. I
0: think so. I believe so. Uh, there was a big argument about that because he tried to get an assignment in a safer place, mm-hmm. and they said, no, you're going to... like." the one that he didn't right. want to go to the, the one that is
1: is where all of the action is happening so yeah and that's that's disturbing to her because now she's left alone with this child and possibly does, forever right possibly forever and she doesn't have the career option that she was working toward and she's she's depressed mm-hmm. you can see it right in there and she's not she's not happy about being left with that kid um she loves her child sure but she was doing something for herself that would have made that li- life better for that child, right? And now she's like, she's "Nope." I'm allowed. relegated to being a mother because I'm not allowed to continue, right? So it, it it's hard. It's rough. So
0: during another shelling, a missile strikes their building, and an upstairs neighbor begins dying of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Kimia goes missing during the commotion, and Dorsa insists that someone took her. At this point, um, the upstairs neighbor who's dying of a heart attack uh his daughter mm-hmm. yes um begs today to come see her father like mm-hmm. help you're a doctor yeah. like sure now right uh <laughs> really i'm sorry you don't know anything about my life but thanks <laughs> uh so she goes out tries to help she really can't
1: yeah um it, it's past the point of no return at that it point.
0: is um and and at this point, when she goes up into the apartment, you see just straight up a missile. Mm-hmm. It has entered this roof of the building because the that neighbor was on the top floor, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just kind of hanging out in the apartment. And yeah. like two people went to help today, and they're like, "We need to get the fuck out of here!" Like this missile. Uh, right. Spoiler alert: is still
1: a missile. Yeah, like it can <laughs> it can still explode. Yeah, yeah. So so now they've got uh, an unexploded bomb in the house. In this building, that could kill all of them at any time. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> that—that's—that's that's, you know, immediate danger looming. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's all this other shit that's going to happen soon too.
0: Dorse's behavior also
1: becomes disturbed and
0: erratic, and she insists that there's a strange present presence in the house, and repeatedly tries to get into the upper floor, uh, where the neighbor had died. Right. where the missile was it you do see later that it has been removed mm-hmm. um which helps a little yes um believing that Kemia is up there mm-hmm. the daughter of the deceased neighbor visit, visits Shade and says that the, cl- the father was unaffected by the missile but she found him looking
1: terrified as if he had seen a ghost mm-hmm. and that's where uh Shanae, i believe that's Shade. Uh, shiday oh, thank you um That's where she says, it's likely that the sound caused him to have a heart attack. And that, you know, when you're frightened like that, you look like you're going to see a ghost. Yes, that's reasonable. The neighbors gradually begin to leave
0: to escape the fighting. Mrs. Ibrahimi warns Shadeh that jinns may possess humans, and they will steal a beloved personal item from their victims. Mm -hmm. The Ibrahimi's leave to until... uh, Leave to until... Doris and Shade are the only two inhabitants left in the building. Mm-hmm. There's also a confrontation with the landlord, which I thought was really funny. Well, but...
1: it, it's really funny <laughs> because at the beginning the landlord had spoken to the husband about the door yes. and it being closed properly. He's like, Well, I know it sticks and your daughter your wife not your daughter, your wife is is small and she might not have the strength to do it fuck you so fortunately i i don't think she heard that but she wasn't there yeah she wasn't there but you know in the second where he's he's bitching about the door because he hasn't told her the way he felt about it before it just seems like this attack yeah it's it's shameful the way he spoke to her really but they're just trying to get the hell out and he's not worried about politeness at that point
0: no he's trying to get away from you know more bombs, right where was I? Here we go. Shade's nightmares get worse, and her own items start going missing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Her nightmares escalates to visions involving a floating Shador uh, that moves like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably, like, one of my favorite things in the movie, because it's recurring, and it's fucking well done and terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I uh, explain what Shador is.
0: Uh, Shador is a... Um, it's just kind of a, an external uh, body wrap. It goes around the head and the rest of the body as well. Right. Part of the hubby. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dorsa admits to seeing the same apparitions, but claim that the ghostly woman and the Shador... Now, I'm going to interrupt this right here, because Shade never sees anyone in it. Right. She just, just sees, sees the, the Shador. Yes. Yeah. Um. But claims that the ghostly woman in the Shador wants to help her find Kemia, and that she could take care of her better than Shide can. Mm-hmm. That's gonna piss off a mom. A little bit. Mm. Yep. Shide, <laughs> but there, there's a scene coming up that's yeah. really funny. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Shide finally wants to leave to go to her husband's parents, but Dorso refuses to leave until Kemia is found. It's fucking dull. Right. Oh God. Shade receives a call, seemingly from Mirage, but the caller begins to berate her for being a poor mother, as the djinn did. Shade finds a mutilated Kemia in her private locked drawer, which upsets Dorsa. Right. She repairs Kemia with tape, but when they're about to leave, another air raid siren goes off.
1: All right. So there I mean we have not really sat and talked about a lot of this. We we've yeah. we've, we've had a bit of discussion, but we're we're halfway through the movie.
0: We are one paragraph done, from done of the synopsis. Yeah. So. Wow.
1: <laughs> so that went super fast cuz it it's not a complicated movie, but there's a lot of things in it that you want to think about after yeah. watching the movie. Uh again, the sexism that that uh Right-wing, traditionally religious, you know, countries tend to lean toward. Even in our own country, yes, we we still experience a lot of that. What with, you know, the the fundamentalist Christian stance on abortion and, um, even on jobs, sometimes. Right. Well, I mean, we we still have the the equal pay argument. We still have women getting about, you know. Anywhere from twenty-five to thirty-three percent less than their paycheck than right. men do for doing the same job, um, and it's it's a rough thing to discuss. And again, I wish we had some representation here because I'm not a woman, not nor am I a Muslim, right? Uh, nor am I even religious, but right. I grew up <laughs> with religion, so I can speak to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's really a you know looking at this. How are we going to treat women as if they don't do hard work, as if they're not capable of hard work? One, just for a differing political opinion, because that is, that's fascism is what that is. If you, if you've, if your country has adopted a political stance that keeps someone from advancing in their field or getting an education in their field for having a differing political opinion unless they literally committed crimes in doing so that government i mean and i understand that i'm coming from the american point of view where we have freedom of speech right um it it really does just on a fundamental level feel wrong that someone is not allowed to have their own opinion it does uh well at least on a governmental level. Okay. You know, because I understand that, yes, in a private situation, get out. I don't have to listen to your opinion I, because your opinion is upsetting or it's offensive. Or, right. Or whatever. You know, even Facebook. You know, that's why they can block people on Facebook for that stuff. You know, that's why Facebook can cancel your account for being repeatedly offensive. Because they're a private business. The First Amendment does not work. Uh Outside of a government standpoint, Mm -hmm. the government cannot tell you what to think and the government cannot punish you for having an opinion. Anyone else, on the other hand, can show you the door, right? So I I really want people to know and understand that. And please, you know, if if you come across, you know, the, the MAGA hat wearing, oh, my God, white people are being censored. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You're not being censored. You're you're posting on a private company's website. And they can tell you to get gone. Leave. So, but I mean, the, there's that. And then there's the sexism piece where you're talking about a woman who's being essentially unjustly punished for her opinion based on the the administrator's opinion of her activity. You know, he could have said, well, you, you've gotten past it. You admit that it's a mistake, but he's like, nope. This wasn't a mistake. This was deliberate action and I'm not going to let you continue. And it's more than likely because she's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because
0: it, even in that scene she's wearing the traditional yeah.
1: garb well, she like, has to. Well, yeah. She and um, we, they talk about that in a bit when they go to leave. Yes. When they leave the house. Um so uh, but then on top of all of that you've got this interesting and we've seen it before in American movies: the, the interaction between a single mother and a child. She's not single, but it's just her alone and the right. child. And you've got for the
0: for the purposes of this movie, she's right. basically
1: single. Basically, um, and the stresses that are put on her by society are making parenting even harder. Mm-hmm. And it it's visible, um, like like she's she's so depressed that like. I can even see that she's depressed when she does her Jane Fonda workout on Betamax, by the way. That was a beta tape. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, she she depends on that routine and she depends on on being meticulous through her day. Here is your breakfast. This is your activity. This is my activity. Why have you interrupted my activity? Right. Because I need to process things in my head and you're not helping. So, uh, but there's all this other stuff that's being thrown at her, which makes you think on some level that she's a bad mother, but she's also just doing, uh, having a stress reaction to a lot of shit. Right. A lot of shit
0: happening all at once. Yeah. And also bombs. Right. <laughs>
1: that really, that, that does not. Just literal that's... bombs. Bombs. Actual, <laughs> physical, <laughs> explosive devices. <laughs> So it it's it's actually cuz I had kind of passed over it. I'd wanted to watch it. Scott knew which one it was. He's like, "Oh, is that the one with the gin I'm like, "When did you watch this?" Yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> but um yeah, it's it's something that I would have overlooked had you not mentioned it, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you brought it to my attention cuz it is a it's a good movie and I'm enjoying it and I I'm liking the fact that I can have these thoughts right and, and think about them and I'm, and I'm hoping at some point to get more insight on them from someone that can tell me more so anyway
0: so at this point in the movie um you can use begin seeing the um the jinn mm. as just a constant uh even additional stress her. oh absolutely um like it's affecting her sleep she's seeing things mm-hmm. dorsa's seeing things yeah it's it's affecting
1: directly dorsa's trust oh, in Shade. absolutely because it's speaking to her and telling her you're a bad mother and then we see as this grows more of that activity happening to Sade. Yes, where she's getting the phone calls. The phone call calling her a whore, saying she's a bad mother, and that's not that's not your husband on the phone. Nope, it's not your husband on the phone. It's it's the jinn, which is an actual being in this case. It's not a hallucination. Is it, is it a genuine supernatural force? Um, seems that's a theme this weekend. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but. The the history of the jinn. The jinn, by the way, is where genie comes from. If you did not know that, if you if you hadn't been aware of like the Thousand and One Arabian Nights uh, sort of tales, um, it's a demon. It, it's um, it's a trickster type of demon. It's going to trick you into doing what it wants you to do. And, and the the deal with the three wishes? Fuck that. Not a thing. Not a thing. Not a thing at all. Like it, really cool for Aladdin, mm-hmm. but. And those stories are great. You know, when, when you're talking about, you know, if you can harness a gym, yes, you might get those wishes out of it, but beyond that is, it is a destructive force and it, it destroys your trust. It destroys your, your place in the world mm-hmm. rather than you for the most part, you know, eventually Cause at that point, it, you'll just destroy yourself, right? Giving it what it wants. Yeah. So, um, and you know, even when and you know, we talk about genies and we talk about Aladdin and all that stuff, like I, there are legit like pages of jokes and rules. Mm-hmm. You know, in when you're dealing with jinn or genies in like Dungeons and Dragons, oh, there yeah. are people that have like gotten lawyers to write out the perfect wish spell you know, because that shit'll backfire on you because gin are lawful. You know, when it comes to the the, the uh, the alignment scale, right. you know, lawful, chaotic, things like that. They will follow the rules. They will do exactly what you ask them to, but they will also do exactly, exactly. what you ask them to, <laughs> you know, if it comes to that sort of wish, you know, they, you know, if you request something from there, they're them, they're going to follow the letter of the law, right? which is a lot of what fascism is too. When you think about that, that, they're going to follow the letter of the law. The Quran says this, this <laughs> is what we do. The Bible says this. This is what we do. Um, th- th- and there's a lot of hoop jumping. Yeah. From a moral standpoint in making sure that, those, that the letter of the law is followed. So it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot to unpack there in terms of even the, just the mythology. Yeah. When we're talking about this movie. But anyway. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: Shide promises Dorsa that they will escape, but while going down to the, the shelter, she hears Dorsa's screams from the apartment as mm-hmm. she and Dorsa are running down to the shelter. <laughs> she panics, believing that the Dorsa she left with is another apparition, and she returns home to find another Dorsa, mm-hmm. kicking the Dorsa she left with in the face <laughs> down the stairs. I loved it. <laughs> Come to find out, she appears what uh, she sees what appears to be Dorsa under the bed. But when trying to rescue her, she discovers. In, hang on, reading. There mm-hmm. we go. She discovers with horror that it is an apparition that turns into a giant,
1: pretty terrifying mouth.
0: Right. Um, so she
1: actually kicked her own daughter in the face. Ca- just straight up kicked the wow. real thing in the face. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Uh, oh, I mean, granted. Some of that kid's behavior. Yeah. The, I do this not is, this advocate a, child abuse. I do not. This is the part that I was talking about and I, when I was like,
0: it's really cathartic. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, that's traumatizing. Right?
1: That poor real that child. That <laughs> child got kicked in the face. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. And this is what I was also talking about where the gin's destroying your life. Yes. You know, you're doing it to yourself at this point. So.
0: Stop hitting yourself.
1: <laughs> right?
0: Uh, where was I? Here we go. Escaping back down to the shelter, she finds the real Dorsa
1: very angry with I'm her mother. I'm sure. The look on that child's face. She immediately aged 10 years. Oh, yeah. She like, was 15 nose, years old. Her nose is bleeding. It may have been broken. Right. She's all like, you are not my mother. Don't come near me.
0: <laughs> that was damn. The two damn. are then attacked by the Shador apparition, mm-hmm. which separates the two uh, in a kind of like giant cloth maze it's it's a really interesting shot the way it curves around all the pillars mm-hmm. um Shidei then gets under or into i suppose the shador and just like keeps going in a right. in a, a solid um what's the the thing bigger on the inside
1: no. the thing like the tardis
0: tardis thank you <laughs> Uh, like Neither. I'm
1: not a Doctor Who fan, kids. Pulled that out of my ass.
0: Um, <laughs> in a serious TARDIS situation where she runs for a long time mm-hmm. before finally finding uh, just Dorsa's arm, like not detached, but that's all you can see right. as it's the rest of it is just wrapped up in oh. the Shador. Right. Um, and she, she pulls Dorsa out. Uh, she... God damn it. Before Shadé manages to find Dorsa, she urges Dorsa back up the stairs, but is trapped when the floor, um, which has the remains of the Shador on it, um, begins to suck her down. Yeah. And this gave me fucking, why can't I remember anything today? Hang on, it's the horse's name
1: our uh, tax. Yeah.
0: This gave me <laughs> fucking story. Our tax flashbacks <laughs> because as she's walking, the the ground turns black into like a tar. Yeah. Um and she just begins see- sinking into it.
1: Oh, see I got nightmare on Elm Street with that. I could see that. Yeah. It, it's it's a common type of it, it's a common effect trope. Yeah. You know, the the sinking into the floor when the floor used to be solid. Right. Sort of thing. Um it's a trap it's a trap trope that's fun <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was done really well it really was yeah you, know, you, you just kind of see that this was it it wasn't it, the cloth just kind of melted the floor mm-hmm so, you know, she's sinking into it, trying to get out, making sure that the daughter gets away. And then the, the
0: daughter, towards, being an idiot, yeah, yeah. almost like runs onto the floor. And Shade is like, no, don't
1: yeah. step on the floor. Stay over there. Yeah. D- does this not look like La Brea to you? <laughs> get off the tar. It's hot lava. Always, it's literally kind of <laughs> lava. Yeah, it kind of is. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm also like, <laughs> you're five, your mom's like twice your size. How are you gonna pull mom out of there? What's that? what's gonna happen there? Are you just gonna like pull out? She does real hard? though. She does. She really does. She Dorsa gets a does rescue
0: Shade. Um I, I think what happened is is Dorso was more an anchor than anything else. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, it was more just to kind of get her to the point where she could pull on the, the railing. Yeah. Uh
0: Dorso rescues Shade, and the two escape to the car, and Shade drives them to Araja's parents, uh backing
1: through the garage door just
0: blowing it good. right off
1: fucking good I hope that landlord just like has a meltdown because he's like close the door close the door your wife can't close the door she's a stupid bitch close the door like I like fuck how he off, got so man. hung
0: up on the fact that the door wasn't closed but like missile through the roof right eh. right
1: oh that's just expected <laughs> this is Iran in the 80s it's fine fuck Uh however but, yeah it is revealed that the detached head
0: of Kimia was left behind, Mm. and that Shade didn't get her medical textbook. That both are still in the djinn's possession as they drive away.
1: Right. Oh, man. That's the end of the movie. I mean, damn. It's okay. So, to give you guys a little bit of perspective, we are at 36 minutes. And that was five minutes of like opening shit that I was just recording for whatever. So, this is going to be a short, short episode. Um and that's okay. I'm all right with this one being a short one.
0: The plot for this movie was very straightforward. Like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of subtext that yeah. goes on that really doesn't work for our show. Like it's not right. there's it's just it would be more effective for you to watch it versus hearing us talk about
1: it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very affecting movie for yeah. as simple as it is, for as straightforward as it is but like i said before even though we've got this simple straightforward plot that's giving us some relatively westernized ideas regarding um regarding persian storytelling Mm -hmm. persian mythology um it's your standard haunting movie it's better than the conjuring yeah better than the conjuring low bar yeah yeah but it it's 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 a very it's a familiar story yeah it's mom and child trapped in paranormal situation which is like i said it's a familiar story but they tell it well these directors should be getting more work and, yeah. and, and telling more of these stories i don't necessarily want a sequel i want this to stay where it is i want this ending to remain
0: even though they did allude to a sequel with yeah. the fact that the possessions got left behind or they could go the route of i don't know if
1: Like, think about it. Imagine what you think happens Mm -hmm. next. Yep. And that's what I want. Yeah. I want to imagine what I think happens next. Because the djinn being a demonic force, Mm -hmm. you know, and being something that is essentially unkillable. Right. You know, when you're talking about, like, fucking Annabelle. You know, that dog got three fucking sequels. Sequels. I got three sequels? Um, or were there
0: three movies
1: no there's three there's three movies now okay okay that's a a little little better (laughs) two sequels the new one's coming out soon oh good Annabelle uh, coming home or something weird I don't care because that doll's fucking ugly um but it's it's again single parent Uh, other parent either missing inaccessible or deceased child who is displaying behavioral issues because of... Literal bombs. Uh, literal bombs. <laughs> literal bombs abandonment of parent because she was very, very happy to see daddy come home. Yeah. Like, he he disappears a lot. So I'm sure that kid has separation anxiety as it is. Right. Okay. Um, you've got um, just, just all of that in and of itself is... A standard drama then you add the supernatural force and then you add the bombs and then you add the religion aspect and then you add the historical aspect as to the the point of history where they're at right all this stuff comes in after you see it during the movie but you don't think about it until right. after it's done um, because all of those things combine to make a very effective movie
0: one one thing that kind of goes underrated uh in, including in my own synopsis um my own like I didn't it Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> Thank you Wikipedia. Including, including
0: the synopsis that I read. Yeah. Um was very, very small things that happen that just kind of get peppered in throughout the movie. Um where like Mrs. Ibrahimi is talking about the Jinn mm-hmm. and uh Shiday is like, yeah, but those are just fairy it's, tales. Stories. They're fairy and tales. And Mrs. Ibrahimi is like, no. They're very real. Yeah, she like, she absolutely <laughs> believes.
1: She you can tell that Miss Ibrahimi is is definitely more traditionalist when yes. it comes to to Islam and her stories. She's superstitious. She believes in all of these things, right. well, much like a lot of our the beings that ride the air. Yeah, like like we see like on you know the the religious channels and the religious show Seven Hundred Club. You know the people that actually legitimately believe in angels and demons. Right. It's very much the same thing. But in this case, she just happens to be right. Yeah, you know. And, but but you've also got the other woman who is definitely more scientifically minded, right? You know, and she's like, "No, that's a story, please." You know, I I, I you know I believe in Allah and religion and blah blah. blah. I'm put out by it because it's pissing me off, right? But you know, I'll follow the rules because that's what we do.
0: And uh, the one scene near the end, uh, specifically the last time that Jen calls her uh, when she still thinks it's Raj, and she's mm-hmm. like. I know this is hard to believe, but I think there might be
1: something here. When she finally starts to understand, yes, you're not going to believe this. There's something here. And that's the second call where he starts to insult her. You're a bad mother. You're a whore. Oh. I I didn't want to listen to that. That was hard to listen to. It really was. It really was. Because... He's been this loving husband. He's not been the best. He's it's not, not, and it's not him. Just to it's be not. super clear. Oh no, it's the gin. <laughs> it's definitely the gin talking. It's yeah. not, <laughs> but it is. But it is. It's the gin talking. Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it is his voice. Yes.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I need a minute. <laughs> I can't believe I did that it is the supernatural being dog <laughs> where's my pen i need a pen fuck oh look i have a bag of pens right here because my husband's an artist look at that i'm sorry that's our title kits <laughs> it was better than subwoofer the movie it really was it really was Ooh. let's see i have to move you also so... have a computer with like notepad i on do it. but i'm i'm really bad at typing and talking at the same time it Talking. I grabbed one of his paint pens. I'm like, I don't know how to write with. <laughs> it's all calligraphy shit. <laughs> but no, again, it's it, it's all of these things, all of these these different. Not only the movie tropes, not not only the things that we're expecting to see in a horror movie, in and of itself, in a right. westernized movie. Yeah, and this is relatively westernized.
0: Yeah, it, um, it tells An and this is going to sound somewhat, whatever, jingoist. Yeah. Um, it does tell a relatively unfamiliar story in a familiar way.
1: Yeah, it does. Definitely. Uh, and because we all know genies, we we know Aladdin. We, yeah. we hear Robin Williams in our head, you know, some provisos, some quid pro quos, you know, shit like that. Um, Itty bitty living space. <laughs> I miss Robin Williams. I do. I everyone does. Yeah, I I'm actually kind of interested in seeing the new Aladdin with Will Smith. I'm afraid of what he's going to do with it because uh, I'm, I'm both of those. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I like Will Smith. I'm not a huge fan hmm. of Will Smith. I I understand that what he does is appropriate. Um, when you're talking about recasting the genie, right. and I'm hoping that he doesn't try to just remake the Robin Williams magic. We all know that Robin Williams in that movie was not timeless he dated that movie yeah. which is which is upsetting because that movie should have been timeless mm. um, but he put in entirely too many current events mm-hmm. and, and current references to make it timeless he, he ruined that piece of the movie while still allowing that movie to be amazing right but you know children watching that movie 50 years from now are going to have to bust out a history book Mm -hmm. that's the problem so i'm hoping that will smith learned that lesson i'm hoping that that he he decided to keep that um more general Mm -hmm. than using specific references but i am looking forward to it Uh, but i am also very happy that they they went with uh very racially appropriate casting what i've seen so far yeah yeah i mean beyond will smith but he's also a, a, a supernatural genie, being like so it doesn't matter right but uh the costuming looks gorgeous i mean the 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 actual look of the genie is odd to me because i never expected to see a blue will smith right um but he's also bulked up yeah so it's weird looking there too <laughs> i'm like oh daddy hi um, yeah, he's like never a merc- th-
0: autoerotic asphyxiation thanos a little
1: bit a little bit <laughs> I still need Ant Man to crawl up thanos's ass. Um, but wildly off topic, mm, <laughs> but no, we've got this westernized, uh, an actual Middle Eastern telling of a story that yes. we are somewhat familiar with. Um, but, uh, but most of us haven't gone into looking at the actual mythology behind it, right? Um, I, I don't know a lot about it, and I, sh- I know more I don't than know probably either. a lot of people, same, um because I, I am into those stories and mm-hmm. I do have the copy of A Thousand and One Arabian Nights that I have read all the way through. And I do... You know, I have some of that. Yeah. But I don't have the cultural ingrain... Right. ...that this movie came with. So... I'm glad that it gave me the opportunity to see that from their point of view, even though it was slightly westernized because right. they wanted her to be slightly westernized. Yes. That was one of the things that was important about her character was that she was on the left. She wanted freedom. She didn't right. want fascism. She didn't want the religious overreach. To the that... point
0: when when she leaves the house one time, she's not wearing the headscarf and mm-hmm. she gets shouted at by the... Uh... the the cultural police. Not only shouted at, she gets detained. Yeah. She gets detained. This isn't Europe. Yep. Things are right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Things are... This is how we do things. You're not doing things right. I could throw you in jail or give you lashes. Yeah. Like actual physical whip lashes. So it's... That bothers me on such a level. But I also don't want... That exchange to culture my, uh, to color my image of Islam as a whole, that just colors my image of fascism, yeah, and religious fascism, as and a then also like this specific situation and interaction, right. right? The specific situation, the specific interaction, the specific period in history, right? So, which uh, at and, this point was nearly
0: forty years ago,
1: right? Right. And, but I don't think it's gotten better either, because I know that a lot of uh, when we're talking about women in, in Muslim countries, they actually make a point of mentioning that it's odd that she drives. Yeah. OK. And in a lot of the Muslim countries and I, I, I may be wrong, please, you know, someone correct me if I am. I understand that it's actually illegal for women to drive.
0: That actually has changed recently, like yeah. this year, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I believe it was Iran. Okay. Women got the ability to drive without a man in the car. Right, right. So, um, so I don't, I don't think it's illegal anymore. But I think it's like a very, very recent yeah.
1: thing. And there are some countries where it it, it has remained legal. It's yes. still legal where women, because they don't have the freedoms that they may have had before the right uh, to to power, um, they'll form like car clubs. They'll mm-hmm. just take SUVs out into the desert and just drive and do tricks. And sh- they're like stunt drivers out there. They're insane, and I love watching them. <laughs> they're wonderful. I'm like, you need to bring your skills here. Plus, you're already wearing all black. So if you need to do the driverless car illusion, you're oh right yeah, there. it's already done. <laughs> you know, that was I don't. My head just told me that was racist, and I apologize. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think it's different because it, 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 a little bit because I mean, if traditionally, they choose the hijab to, is black. Yeah.
0: But if they choose to wear it like, when they aren't forced to. Then, right.
1: Oh, absolutely. Then um, have like, Right. Right. I, it was more about joking about the color of their clothing being traditionally black. But oh. anyway. All right. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'll okay. leave it in. If anyone has a problem, please talk to me. I don't mean to be racist yet. Everyone knows that. So, but, um, and i realize again i'm probably making this the bob show this is like <laughs> uh, but no i i i'm i'm intrigued by what they're giving me outside of this westernized plot right so I, I i like the fact that i i was thinking about you know the the cultural revolution and and all the things that we've mentioned so i do think this is a really good movie
0: yeah, I definitely really really like this movie. I think that the the westernization of both the plot and of the main character was a really intentional thing to show like hey, like this is kind of how you you guys collectively mm-hmm. uh want a story, but here's the tension that that causes. Mm-hmm.
1: Um which is great for a horror movie frankly oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah it adds an that an extra layer that we don't consider right well, i mean we do in the west we we've done religious horror mm-hmm. religious horror is all over the place even the fucking, the fucking conjuring yeah. and the nun and that series because the the, uh, the warrens are ostensibly religious um, and they do have those connections to the church those stories are also told with a religious bent yeah. there is that aspect to them that makes the, that gives a little a little extra layer of, of tension because you're dealing with a lot of times not necessarily in the Conjuring series of films and the spin-offs um, a lot of times you're dealing with people who are not religious being thrust into a religious situation like, or at least not overtly yeah religious right
0: like they might be like yeah i believe in god that makes me a christian and that, yeah. that's where that
1: is and right. that's cool exactly but i i think if i remember correctly and i may be wrong uh the mother in the exorcist was basically an atheist i think, I think so. so i think she went to the church after because that was her last resort the last hope yeah so I believe that she was basically an atheist in that case. And I'll have to watch it again. We may review it at some point because it, it's another one of those movies that's a classic that yeah, we haven't touched. I'm surprised, about. frankly. I, I am. I'm frankly shocked, too. But it's also a slow burn. It takes, yeah, a little bit, yeah. It takes a little bit to watch. Uh, just like Carrie. We need to do Carrie, mm. too. Uh, and that, Carrie, is almost the ultimate religious horror film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Because I can that. Uh, because we've got... The massively fundamentalist mother, abusive to the point of, I'm sorry, you've done the slightest infraction like wearing lipstick, get in your prayer closet for hours or days. Right. You know, in the book, it was so much more um, delved into the, the behavior that the mom would display. Mm-hmm. She was fucking insane. Um, And it, it was essentially her and her husband had their own religion Mm -hmm. and when her husband died she became the pastor and Carrie was her flock. Mm. That's how that happened. She didn't need anyone else. She had Carrie to rule her life. You know, she ruled Carrie's life. Carrie was not allowed to do, you know, much like Shadé in this movie, she was not allowed to do anything that a normal teenage girl would do. Mm -hmm. You know, like, there's they make a point of like she goes, she's getting ready to go to the prom. Mm-hmm. And they show her testing out lipstick and using a tampon as a blotter. Because she, she doesn't know. Right. She doesn't know. And her friends don't understand how she's being raised. They don't know that she's being abused because she's so quiet. And they just continue to pile on the abuse because they see her as someone different because she believes differently from them. Right. So it's not like religious horror is new. This, however, is not. Quite religious. It's, it's like
0: close.
1: It's it's supernatural, super yeah. Su- superstitious horror. Because I don't I don't know if the jinn shows up in the Quran. I think according to a line
0: day. in the movie, it does. Okay. Well, now I don't know how much of an authority that is. Yeah. But in the world that is in the movie, it does. Okay. The jinn very much are in the Quran. Okay.
1: So yeah, but. G- g- Giving that a grain of salt, again, because we I am not Muslim, I have not read the Quran, I've read the Bible, mm-hmm. and that's a fantastic piece of really violent fiction. Yes. If you believe, please believe, that's fine. I do not. I think that it's loaded with sex and violence and shouldn't be used to teach children anything. But, <laughs> if you believe, that's fine. Um, but it, it skirts that line between yeah. ghost story and religious horror. So... That also makes this movie super fascinating.
0: The the thing that I like is, d- despite... And I've said this at least once already. Um, despite being a story that's... Whose formula we can easily follow, because we've seen it so many times before, with things like Carrie, yeah. with things like The Conjuring and its infinite spinoffs, mm-hmm. um, it still feels unfamiliar it still feels other and it's because we don't really get into non-fucking christian slash catholic religion very much we don't get terribly many of those horror movies and even fewer that end up getting dubbed in english because that's a big barrier for me like don't get me wrong I'm not above reading subtitles. I have subtitles on full-time because it helps me process audio. Mm-hmm. But if I can only read the subtitles and not also hear the words, I probably won't watch it just because then it gets very hard for me to focus on anything sure. that happens in the movie. I will see subtitles and that's it. I will read a book mm-hmm. that has some weird sounds coming out of it sometimes and yeah. just not see anything else that's on the screen. Yeah. Um, so it's I'm, I'm really glad that it got dubbed even though you can – you can definitely see the flaws in it sometimes.
1: Yeah. And that, that's fine. Um one thing to mention. American western horror, American mm-hmm. western horror has not ignored the gin No. No, it, it it does show up uh in movies like Wishmaster. Yeah. You know, but that is definitely That is a version of it.
0: Yeah, let's make this gin white right,
1: right. there
0: we're taking the name because it's recognizable mm-hmm. but the the history and the folklore nah,
1: yeah, nah, nah, nah none nah, of it no 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 because that's definitely god i forgot about the Wishmasters. yeah videos. oh those are cheesy fun those are cheesy, cheesy fun. fun um but like, but like that's definitely taking the the gin and giving it the western genie treatment yes you know the genie in a lamp you know trapped in a gem rub rub the lamp and get the genie out that's how that happens whereas the gin here is just this random force that you come across so basically like i don't need you to exist right i don't need the teeny tiny living space right thanks just a phenomenal cosmic (laughs) power yep 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 um but yeah this is this is a surprisingly good movie. It's not perfect. No. Uh, it, it it does. I, I I did find it running slow a bit at times, which was the pacing is a little bit odd. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's also once
0: you get about to the middle of the movie, then it's like oh, all it up. downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. It speeds up around the middle, which is a good point for it to do that. Yeah. Unlike our next movie. <laughs> um, I love you, Tony. Please don't hate me. Um, <laughs> but um no i think this is i think it's a a good watch and i think it should be a stepping stone for someone who wants to get more insight into that type of society into muslim society into into, even
0: non-american horror like i
1: think this is a good Mm -hmm. quote-unquote safe middle ground right yeah i mean this is like we're not sending you straight to audition Right, you know, we're not going getting you straight into J horror, which is off the rails, unless you want the Ring, which is another one of those kind of westernized ghost stories that we're familiar with. Mm -hmm. I mean, it definitely involves a specific type of spirit to to the Japanese culture, but it's something that I mean, especially with the remake, we've we've gotten to a point where we can understand what the Onryo is and does. Right. So, but it also gives you that chance to say, oh. Okay, I know what uh, I kind of know what that is. Let me look it up if I want. Yeah, you know, let me let me look more into that culture and understand why it's scaring me. So it's, it's a fantastic thing and I, I'm thoroughly in favor of it. Um, anything else to say before we go to readings? yes
0: andy you would not have liked this movie because it is subwoofer the movie it
1: really is
0: there is so much subwoofer (laughs) like oh god if you if you turn your base way down you will
1: have a better time watching this Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) especially when you're talking about literal explosions yeah bombs so but uh beyond subwoofer the movie (laughs) all right let's go to ratings. ratings all right um I do like this movie. Uh, again, it, it, it's, a, it's a glimpse into a culture that I have little to no experience with. And it gives me a historical sense of where they may be now mm-hmm. in terms of dealing with what is essentially a fascist regime uh, from what was, pr- what was a relatively liberal society prior. Mm-hmm. You know, where women were wearing, you know, fashionable clothing and they didn't have to wear the headscarves and they were getting educations. And I understand that I may have a a limited understanding now, and I understand that there are people from, you know, on the Internet that can tell me, no, this doesn't actually happen now, Um, because I know that uh, Iran is actually one of the more liberal countries and in, in terms of like education I, and things like that from i don't I know. Do not know enough to it may be to iraq say. that i'm thinking of <laughs> um but yeah there there's so many middle eastern co- countries and they they all have different different laws i'm sure um and again please someone check me <laughs> check me all over the place i want them to to have freedom Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I, I do have a problem if those freedoms are limited for whatever reason, particularly if it's religious. Um, but I also want to understand where that is and what it does. Mm-hmm. So uh, having this little glimpse helped, you know, it, because it did show that women were getting educations at that point, And they were, you know, moving forward as long as they still had right leaning beliefs. You know, women were, at least outwardly yeah women were holding jobs outside of the home even if they were married sort of thing yeah so uh, outwardly they had some freedoms but they were slightly you know limited in terms of how to, how they could express themselves <clears throat> um, but it is is... I'll say it's not fantastic I'll say it th- that it does have problems I'll, I'll say that even because we're dealing with this this standard story, that we see of the of the single mother with the child dealing with the supernatural force, mm-hmm. um, it did leave me wanting a little in that regard. Mm-hmm. So, but but it's a perfectly serviceable movie. It's very scary, you know, when it needs to be. It's it's even when you're dealing with the relationship just between the mother and the daughter. Like at one point, they got into a physical fight. Oh yeah, you know, she's biting her, and it's very hard to watch that. Um, but it, it's effective. So I will give this. I will give this three out of five doll heads that you leave behind by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead.
0: This movie was a surprise to me. Um, I went into it with no expectations. Like I didn't even read the high level synopsis that shows up on Netflix. Okay. I was just like under the shadow. It says it's a horror movie. That sounds like an interesting title. Let's go. Yeah. Um the f- second time watching it, um, I definitely notice a lot more. Yeah, uh, it's very much one of those movies that, uh, despite the fact that it is a very simple movie on it a- on its premise, like the plot isn't mm-hmm. terribly complicated, the sets aren't terribly complicated. Right. Um, watching more, you will notice some more things, um, yeah. like the the deal with the phone that the second call lasts for a few days because mm-hmm. she sets it down and yeah. never hangs up. Right. Um, it's just really little things like that that are, are interesting, but aren't necessarily like plot demanding. Like yeah. they are required. Right. Um, so the, the movie definitely has a, a, some rewatch value, especially if you want to introduce new people to it for mm-hmm. sure. Right. Um, Otherwise, again, it was a random click on Netflix. Um, after I watched it, I put it on my list for this because I was like, "This is a really interesting one that I quite enjoyed." Um, so I'm I'm giving it uh, four out of five shattered hopes of being a doctor.
1: Oh man! <laughs> oh oh! Right here, right in the heart. Fuck off, man! God. <laughs> also i do have to say i lied this won't be as short as i thought because we're at like an hour just over an hour now hour three
0: yeah but more of it so, was was digressions and talking about it than
1: going right, through the synopsis and yeah. that's cool. It's, it's all good so but anyway if you need to get a hold of us write us email us lay eggs on our brain uh email us at bob at eventually rc will get his own email address Um, You can catch us on Facebook at Candy Coded Razor Blades. You can uh, find us on the web at com. You can find us at Patreon uh, using Patreon.com slash Candy Razor. And you can find us on Instagram at CCRB underscore podcast i'm
0: rc you can find me in our discord come chat the general channel is open to anyone if you want to get in just shoot a message or facebook post whatever you can get you in cool and
1: and again i'm going to say this out loud you will eventually get better fucking patreon rewards than discord we're working on they are in progress (laughs) they are they are they really are i have designs and stuff i just need to get money so cool Alright guys, we will talk to you later. Please enjoy this movie. I'll talk to you. Blah, 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 words. Bye! Bye! <laughs> what the fuck is that?